Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. Happy holidays, you party animals. It's the Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com, and live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My name is Chris Reavers. By my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing? I am great. Uh, we are in that weird week of, you know, uh, are people working, are people not working? I love this week, and I'll really? tell you why. Okay. I love this week because, number one, there's no traffic for me. Very which is little, key, exactly. Which is key yep, for yep. me, especially when we're getting this the weather that we're getting right now. Uh, but number two, there's nobody in the building. I it's, like that even more. So, okay, you work on the radio. Yeah. I listen to the radio. <laughs> I know. And it's the worst week for radio. But... You know, some people that are, yeah, I get it. It's, like it's all your of, standard TV people are off, all your standard radio people. Sure. And sometimes, you know, we, we here at 1500 ESPN get the best of the best of for replacements. Darren Doogie Wolfson just D- filled Darren in the last Doogie three Wilson. hours. In the, fact, I think he's still talking. Is he? Is he? He is still out there talking. <laughs> well, other times, other radio stations, they put on, like, who's willing to come in, people. Right, right. And that's brutal. Well, that's hey, I, you know what? That's not my problem. No, that's because not yours. Because we're here, and yes. we're here every single Thursday night, and uh, we are guaranteed to give you top-notch and quality information. We do have a pretty cool guest coming up uh, with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, but I have to start the show off. And I don't think Manny knows anything about this story. You might, uh, because you listen to the Garage Logic podcast yes. and are a proud supporter of that podcast, but Manny, I got myself into a little bit of a pickle over the last week. And When are you not getting yourself into <laughs> that's a true. pickle? And it concluded in only a way... That could have concluded making me look like a royal ass. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Sunday night, I should say Sunday, all right? Okay. I was in the thick and the middle of a fantasy football championship. Mm-hmm. And we're talking some decent, not life-changing money, sure. but like money, you that's, win. money that's worth rooting okay. for, all right? Paying a little bit of attention. And it came down to the Sunday night game between, was it Kansas City? And Kansas Seattle? City and Seattle. Yeah, yep. so it came down to the yep. Kansas City-Seattle Sunday night okay. game. All right, and I'm playing against one of my good friends, and I not only want to win the money, I want to beat him sure. and <laughs> win the championship. So I was getting after it, if you know okay. what I'm saying. So about halftime, you know, it's 8, 9 o'clock, whatever it was, and she, my wife, is home all week with the boys because mm-hmm. they don't so have school, off, we don't have okay. daycare, so she's off all week. And she looked at me and she said, listen, I got a long week. I'm going to bed. You make sure... You hide the elf. We have the elf on the shelf okay. in the house. All right. right. So that's my job. Is I got it. And our our guy's name is Charlie. So I got to sure. I got to find him a new spot. Well, I win. And I'm like, woohoo, yeah! And I'm partying. I'm I'm just I'm gonna have a couple and celebrate this big victory. <laughs> okay. I woke up Monday morning. 
could not remember where I put the elf. You're kidding. And this is Christmas bleeping Eve. I had to make it no. one more day with the elf. No. And so I'm like, okay. Because he has to be there to tell Santa be how well He's the kids acted. be there. Yes. I mean, we're talking about a month of. Yeah, you've been working this for a month. Here. Yes. Oh, the boys have behaved. Oh, they, they've written out their lists of sure. what, what Charlie They're not to touching relay. him because then Santa he, gets mad. And he loses his magic. Yes, okay. And so, oh, God. So then. Um, she goes for a run before I come here to come to work. Cause mm-hmm. we actually, on, on GL, we actually worked Monday. We did a show okay. on Christmas Eve day because we didn't have anything to do. And Joseph, sure. let's just do a show. Get out of the house for a couple hours. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm going, okay. Um, I looked in the basement. Oh God, he's not there. I looked upstairs. I'm like, okay, he's not there. Finally, she gets home from, she gets home from a run. I'm, I'm ready to go. And I get out the door and I come to work and she's like, Hey, where did you, where did you hide Charlie? I'm like, uh, oh, something, let me tell you. And I'm like, can't really remember, but we'll fight him. And she, her reply was, seriously? Oh, no. Which meant, okay, now I'm in yeah, trouble. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. Oh, no. It oh, gets good. Worse. good. Oh, it gets much worse. So I bring this up during the, the Christmas Eve edition of the GL podcast. Mm-hmm. And Joe says, well, you bleeping dummy. You, you got to go get a new yeah, one. Yeah, go get another one. So I'm thinking, all right. <clears throat> They're all over. I'm going to go to the Chaska Super Target <laughs> on Christmas Eve at wow. about 5 o'clock-ish. Yeah, it's good good thinking, right? I pull in, and it's that scene out of Home Alone, you know, where the K... It, sure, just people are it, it's, ripping. It's like, that scene, okay? Yeah. Oh, you have a, a broken splat ball? I'll take it. My kid wants that. Yeah, just whatever you can get. And this is no small store. This is mm. one of those big Chaska Super Target sure. deals, all right? So I walk in there, and I think, okay, it's got to be in the... Christmas decorations section. Yeah. Well, lo and behold, just that day they had marked everything down to fifty percent oh. up because they want to get rid of all. Sure, this they crap. don't want to look at this. Yeah. And it was mayhem. I mm. mean, mayhem. Really? Paper wrap. They didn't care if it was on sale. It was coming it. home yeah. with okay. me. People went there specifically to buy that crap. So I'm up this aisle. I'm down that aisle. I'm like, okay. Uh, oh, there it is. The elf on the shelf. There are two boxes left. Out of what looked to be sure, about like a hundred yeah, of them, end caps of loaded. Okay, I open it up to make sure we got the sure. we got the right guy. Pull Charlie out. Yeah, we got Carlos, the Hispanic oh, elf on the shelf. Whoops. Carlito, <laughs> and I, I didn't care. Sure. So I go to the, I go to the gal, the 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 the, the wonderful Target representative sure. with the scanner thing, just to see. I tried to explain my story. I said, "Hey, listen." I need a different version of this elf. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Michael. She didn't think like you cared what. She, oh, she gave me the look like, oh, this elf ain't oh, good enough oh, for you. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, hold on. Let me, I can tell no, you the no, no. seven minute story or. Because I, I didn't think I had to. Yes. But then all of a sudden she gave me the look. Okay. And I thought, no, 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 no. no. I, I, don't, I don't care so what don't his skin care. looks like. I, he I, just needs to match the other one. I said, I lost the original guy mm-hmm. and I, I'm just trying to replace. It's like when you when your goldfish dies. Sure, sure. You just want to find a new goldfish yes. and plop him in the tank. Yeah. My kids need to just, it needs to be close. But Michael, she gave me the glasses down like the. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look. And I went, yeah. no, 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 no. I, I don't care what he looks sure. like. Well, that was your fault for asking. Well, I mean, there's two left. You know, both Carlitos or whoever they are, yeah. not Charlie's, so whatever the elf on the shelf is. Yeah. And you thought they were going to have like, oh, yeah, we have 4,000 left and back. That would have been, yeah. Target's an efficient retailer. They have right. that stuff out on the floor. So let me, did you get it home? So here's what I did. Okay. So I tried to recover. Okay. So I, I, I bought Carlos. Sure. Not Charlie, but yeah. I bought Carlos, the, 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 the Hispanic, Hispanic elf, elf on the yes. shelf. 
And so I thought, okay, well, how am I going to hide him? The boys and, and mom have been looking all over the house all day. Mm-hmm. So I said, I got it. Here's what we'll do. And I got home just as it started to get dark outside. So I wedged him above my rear view mirror in my car. Okay. okay. And I had his face pointing towards the, the down part of the mirror where it looked like he's looking at the driver. Sure, sure. And I said, boys, you're never... Because my oldest son was distraught. He's like, where is he? We yes. had one day to yeah, go. Yeah. So I walked in the house and I said, boys, you are never going to believe this. And my wife kind of looks and she's like, okay, I, I can see sure. he's up to something. I'm like, I found Charlie. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I took the flashlight <laughs> out and I shined it at the windshield. They couldn't tell, skin sure, tone, everything sure. else. I'm like, he... He snuck into my car. And my, oh. wife, my wife looks at me and goes, For really? That, that's where you hit him? I'm like, no, I still haven't targeted got a new one. So we've secured it. Now, here's the only problem I'm going to face. I, I know what it is. When we spring clean in June or whatever, yeah. or May, and we're, I'm going to find him wedged under the couch or that's, something. What's your oldest boy's name? William. William has him in his toy box right now. Probably. Because William said, I have a strange feeling that I can touch him and he's not going to squeal on me. Right, he's he's not going to be he's not going to run off. So William just or okay, let me ask these questions. You were you were um, this getting, is the beer show. You were getting way. a little gassed up, <laughs> right when you lost him. Off of I had some really great shells barrel aged beer. That's is the he reason in the refrigerator. Yep. Did you look in the refrigerator? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Did you look Freezer. by the the beer cans that you threw out? Ooh. I did not check. Like, is he is he in recycling? Because that's very possible. Because he's red. He's he's party looking. Yeah. He's maybe sitting in recycling. I will say this: I bought me a meat lovers Heggie's pizza the day before. Okay. And I was worried that I threw him in the oven with the Heggie's pizza. Oh. But I, that oh. did not take. That did not happen. That, okay. That, that did that did not happen. So, so. the my uh, that is an incredible story. Let me give you my a really abridged one this year. Okay. My kids are a little older, so the Elf on the Shelf lost its little you know panache. That's right? where I was going to go with this. So please tell me. Yeah. Yes. They, they just don't. They they get what the concept is, but I take my Elf on the Shelf out and put him on my Christmas tree right next to my prized golden gopher, beautiful blown glass ornament, right? Middle of the night, three days after we put up our tree, I hear, Kush! go downstairs. The Elf on the Shelf fell down and knocked the ornament off the tree. The one ornament that I really kind of have any care for whatsoever, because sure. I'm a golden gopher, right? That's mm-hmm. a, I'm an alumnus. And it hits the ground, shattered it. And I thought, you son of a... The one job the you had, the only thing, I, the only thing yep. I cared about on that tree, and you could have, you could have knocked down the Grinch one, you could have knocked yep. down the Star of David one, whatever, all that other stuff, you knocked down that one. So I had to go get myself another one, not Elf on the Shelf. I'm gonna right, throw right. him into a wood chipper. So your both of your beautiful girls are still full fledged believers in in the grandiose game. Uh, they are a little past that age. Got it. Yes. Because here was what my suspicion was because my my seven year old, my first grader, mm. he is a really sharp kid. Sure. And I know, and he he still is all in. Yeah. But then I started to think, okay, is he so smart that he doesn't want to give up the goods? Like, well, if I let him know that I know what's going on yes. here, yeah, I'm going to lose all that extra. Very, loot. That absolutely could be it. And so, right. but but he but he also. He's guilt ridden. Okay. When he knows he's screwed up, he cannot hide it. Oh, really? So I know that if he knew what the game was, sure. he, he wouldn't have been able to sell it as well as he's been able to these past couple of days. You'll come to a point where your kids will ask you in questions, question mm-hmm. you, and they'll say, How does a, a jolly man like that? come down a chimney they want to they want to know the logistics yeah they, yeah, they get to yeah, like yeah. how how what about children who don't have fireplaces 
They'll ask we those logical questions. For he example, comes through the yes, back door. comes through the yep. back door, right? Yep. And, you know, at your house, the kids are used to guys coming through your back door, I'm sure, when you're at work. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden yeah, Stores. I, I, uh, I did want to touch on one quick yes. thing because you were elated about a gift that your kids received. Oh. I want to learn more about this. Manny, okay. So we've all seen the Adam Levine and oh, what's the other guy? The guy that was in Moneyball, the guy that was in uh, yeah, Superbad. Overweight actor uh, who got skinny. Got Jonah, Hill. Hire him anymore. Jonah Hill. Yes, Jonah Hill. thank you. Yep. Thank you. So the commercials where they're wearing these. You know, Superman looking weird things, and they look like complete dorks. But it's Oculus called goes. Oculus goes. Yeah, two word. Actually, right. Oculus go, just geo. Oculus go. Yes. All right. So you, you, you're in this world now where your girls got these as gifts, or you got those. as So a gift? I bought them for my girls. All right. And it's you know it's supposed to be thirteen and over, but my girls are like nine and ten, right? They're close, and plus I don't care about that stuff. I bought them these virtual reality goggles that go over your eyes, and. Within one second of using it, it absolutely changed our lives. In what sense? Everything will change now, media-wise, because you can sit anywhere in the world, put these goggles on. You can be in France. I could be in California. You and I can watch Netflix together. You can sit on the couch. I can see your avatar of you. I can talk to you. We can watch Netflix, watch a movie in a beautiful movie theater. It's not when you put these goggles on, you don't just see a TV screen. You are in a movie theater setting. Because in the commercial, Jonah Hill and Adam Levine, they're like at a Warriors game or something like that. They're right? at a Lakers game, I think. Yep. And, yeah, and Lakers game. Lakers Warriors like game. Yeah. And you can watch some of these Laker games and you are nearing the out of bounds line. You are basically, you could reach are out. You, you've been courtside, it. basically. You're, it like, you're yeah. sitting even, even almost like better than courtside. But are it you watching weird. it live or are you watching a, a delay? Like right now, Miami's playing Wisconsin in the pinstripe bowl. Am I watching that live? No, or am because I that watch is not later? filmed in VR yet. So it's just things that are recorded in 360 VR. Okay. So as and so oh by the way when I'm at the Lakers game when I turn around and look behind me I'm seeing the crowd that's there because this is all filmed in VR. Okay. What if I get motion sickness? If I'm going to vomit everywhere? If I don't you take wear these. the roller coasters because that's the cheap thrill oh of VR is the roller coaster. Oh god. And and you you do feel like I put them on. So we had a, a 25 person family function for Christmas Eve, right? And I brought them and everyone took their turns. I'm not kidding. Literally everyone who put it on said, I'm buying one of these. It was not a, oh, this is kind of neat. It's like, oh, I'm going to go get one of these. And they're about $200. It, the technology is going to be life-changing. And this was the most benign of things, right? This was watching a game, watching a movie, the Netflix screen. So when you go to Netflix on this thing, mm-hmm. you you sit in a chalet and veil. That's what the area you're looking at. And you have this big TV, Netflix TV in front of you. And But you look off to the left, you see the beautiful mountains out the windows, there's a fireplace. It doesn't matter what real environment you're in, your virtual reality environment that these goggles provide you is unbelievable. It is shocking how cool it is, shocking how uh, how it, it works, the whole process, it's unbelievable. That's before adult stuff can come on. Well, that's where I was going because you know damn well that when the perverts get a hold of this, it will change it. Uh, it they, they did it with drones. They're going to do it with this stuff, People too. People will starve to death because they will not leave their house to buy food. I, I, I am not kidding. <laughs> it is life-changing. So what I said to Reavers when I got this, this technology, you, I, you, I know you're not going to do this, but if you can figure out how to make the GL podcast, ha! film it in VR, you, sure. would jump, you would jump past all other podcasts because mm-hmm. then I would sit right next to you as you do your podcast. I would be sitting at a microphone. I would feel totally immersed. It would be but shocking. You are cool. making the key mistake in that you think that 
the group of those guys, myself included, mm. want to be viewed while we're... I get that you're a radio and radio isn't meant to be viewed, right? You, you, you have different... You don't have to dress up for it and things. It's You're missing the point that now, if I'm on your podcast doing it VR like that, now I'm part of the show. It's And people would say, oh, this is my show. I'm here. I'm sitting in seat one. It would be reverse. I'm not kidding. It is. Mm. I'll bring it in next week for you. And you will you be shocked. You know what? That, let's do that. I, you will I be absolutely shocked. Be, I think it would be great to give people a, a firsthand look of oh, all the behind-the-scenes shenanigans that you and Rookie and Kenny and Johnny all See, we wouldn't be able doing. to give each other the fingers. Yeah, it's, it's a podcast. Why couldn't you? <laughs> well, but... There's no... that. I mean, yeah. but we'd see Rookie eating his meal that he didn't get to finish before he started the podcast. It's... <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't, I don't own one a little bit of Oculus. I don't own one part of them. But if they have a stock, I'm buying it tomorrow because this thing is unbelievable. All right. It's so cool. I, I'm My willing, two cents. I'm willing to roll the dice on it. Uh, let's talk some beer. That's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Arbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. We're going to be back in just a second. Do not touch that radio dial. This is the Beer Show Live on 1500 ESPN. I can get you buzzed. I can get you smiling. You're tuned in to the Beer Show. Yeah. I can right. fix them. On 1500 ESPN. The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from. It's a Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As 1500 ESPN's Beer Show now continues. Welcome back. It's the Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits with the weekly beer run. Uh, they own the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities, folks, in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street. Tom is here representing Elevated this evening. We've got an old friend here with us, Tom. Yeah, well, first of all, quick, I want to just say happy birthday to Ryan. It's Ryan's That's birthday right, today. it is Ryan's it is. birthday today. If you guys haven't texted him, you can go ahead and do that. He's probably... I liked his wife's post on Facebook. Does that count? Is that good <laughs> no, enough? Yeah, there you go. That's probably enough. <laughs> Give him a thumbs up. Hey, yeah. way to go. What you made you it another year. Jeez, I pressed the mouse button. Yeah, you know, when you're a man and you're over 21, <laughs> yeah. good luck to you. You had another birthday. Oh, great. Yeah. I've never been a yeah. big... I don't care about my birthday. Yeah, I never no. have. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Forget I said it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, way to go, Tom. Congratulations, <laughs> Ryan. We Every have... Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, a longtime friend of the beer show, we have Angelo and Corey from Third Street Brewing. Hey, guys. So, Bye. first off, uh, welcome to the show, but I have to out myself really quick, Mike. I did something... I've never done on this uh, show. You have to be careful when you say I have to out myself. In I, the, did nothing, I did something I've never done on this show. In before. the what six and a half years? <laughs> yeah, is it something? six yeah. now? Because oh it's God. it's about the same age as my oldest son. Sure. In the six plus years we've been doing the show, Five I plus. asked before the segment, "Can I please have one of these to take home?" And I never no, do that. You've never done. That. I never. <laughs> no. and I don't. No. I don't ever do. You that. always get stuff to take home, but sure. you never have. But ever I asked. never ask yes. for it. And yes. here's why I did this because we're about to talk about uh, hula. A mango papaya spiked seltzer from 3rd Street, and I broke another rule because it's the week between Christmas and New Year's, Mm -hmm. and I'm allowed to do that too. I took a sip of this just out of curiosity because I've never had it before, and I instantly thought of my wife. This is absolutely something that she would drink because she doesn't drink beer. She doesn't really like to drink at all, but this is 100% something that she would drink. So 
Congratulations, fellas. You, you've got a new customer in my beautiful bride. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. So appreciate it. Uh, discuss the kind of the, the idea behind this and, and, and its, you know, its genesis and its history with you guys at Third Street. Well, we, we just started making it. It's, it's kind of a new inception for us, and the reaction to it has been tremendous. I can't believe that it hasn't been because you know, Mike's been on this, championing this cause for, for a long time well, now. If you go to a party today... Half the people will be drinking White Claws. Everybody's got it. Everybody's got it, right? Do you know what White Claws oh, yeah, is? Absolutely. Yep. I mean, it's everywhere. This is kind of the same shape bottle, right? So you go, oh, maybe it's kind of like a White Claw, but it's incredible taste. The people at, at Third Street, they get this. This is Cold Springs, right? You guys make right. a lot of beer. You, you yep. know what you're doing. Did you look at the market and say, what are we doing? Why are we letting White Claw run away with this? Yeah, I mean, it's the fastest growing category right now. So it was definitely something that we wanted to get a hold of. And we, you know, we have the capability at our brewery to do something like this. And it took us a lot of research, a lot of energy to, uh, to create this. And so we should talk about kind of, you know, he comes up with white cloud, whatever we should talk about what makes Hula different and special and unique. We, we went over a few of those things in the green room, but it, it was interesting to me cause I didn't know, you know, it's the only Minnesota deal. Yeah, I think, you know, being the only Minnesota brewery that does a spike seltzer is huge. You, you know, guys are the only one that does this. It. Yeah. We wow. Are right is now. it because it's hard or they just haven't done it yet? It's very difficult. Okay. It's not easy. It, it, I think it, that we'll see wait, some more breweries trying to do it, but it's, I'm not trying to interrupt. But people who don't you, know you third, Yeah, but people who don't know what Third Street Brew House is, <laughs> yeah. you are backed by Cold Spring Brewing. Correct. Yep. And Cold Springs makes Made beer for everybody across the nation. Yes. You guys re- remember Reverse oh, yeah. when we did our show simulcast up there? And that was one of my favorite shows night. we did. It was so cool. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful facility that can create a lot, a lot of things at a really high professional level. So it's something that you guys can do this because you have the technology to do it, right? That's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, the brewery that we work out of is the second oldest that's still in operation in the state of Minnesota and the third largest. Oh, wow. So when we talk to people, they don't understand just how much volume we can pump sure. up. Yeah, you can make as much beer as you can make. I mean, exactly. yes. And, and we've got, you know, our quality control, and obviously we make all kinds of different things, mm-hmm. but we, you know, we we really wanted to focus on this thing, on the hula to make sure that it was perfect before it hit the market. So, we wanted to do something a little bit different than White Claw, have some different flavors, mm-hmm. and do it in draft. And we're the only... Spike seltzer that's also available in draft. So oh, that wow. was a big, a big thing for us to push it out, get it in the bars, you know, and be the the the, the first, first one craft, to it. Yeah, craft uh, spike seltzer. Yeah, exactly. So it's what pretty exciting. Well, uh, it's brilliant. Third Street Brewhouse is the guest courtesy of Elevated Beer at Wine and Spirits. We're talking about Hula. We're going to get to some beers too in a minute here, but I because my curiosity is off the charts right now with this mm-hmm. product. So when you're doing a spiked seltzer water. How different is it than, than than brewing a beer? I mean, are you talking about an entirely separate system that you have to devote inside of your facility, or is it something that that can be done alongside? I, I'm curious about that aspect of it. Um, no, we 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 didn't buy new tanks to 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 make this product. No, but the creating the malt base for it was an arduous process, mm-hmm. and once you get the malt right. And like I said, we've got a state-of-the-art quality control, sure. so we can make sure that the tanks are ready for this product. Does now, it have to be fermented? Does it have, is, yeah, is oh, the yeah, process yeah. kind of like beer? Yeah, and, yeah very okay. similar. Okay. It's exactly like beer in the sense that uh, what we're doing is we're actually fermenting and we're using the yeast to do the extra lift work of creating the alcohol and the CO2, but uh, it's without 
a bunch of ingredients. Mm -hmm. So I mean, the product that we're looking for is essentially an alcoholic fizzy water. Sure. So uh, we don't want any of the malt characteristics that you find in beer. We don't want any off flavors. We don't want that. So by subtracting all of that, it's a little harder. Okay. Because well, but you end up with something that's 100, 100 calories. Yes. Uh, the the can say one ten, but I'm told it's one hundred now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, four four carbs and two sugars or something. That's exactly right. The finished <clears throat> product is four carbs. So you don't want to know what, what your IPAs. No. Are. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, when, you, when you think of that, that's a whole bunch of people are looking for those attributes. Oh, I don't want a bunch of carbohydrates. I don't want a bunch of sugars. I don't want a bunch of calories. Um, and oh, by the way, it's clear, so it's not turning my teeth red if I'm drinking red wine. There's a whole, there's a big group of people who want exactly what this has to offer. So I'm curious, Tom. This this has been available since March. You said is that when you guys first started canning and, 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 and selling this? And how long have you guys had it in your stores at Elevator? Uh, pretty much right when it came out. So have you seen the growth once people kind of got a, got caught wind of this thing and it's it's kind of shot off from there? Yeah, I mean we've had a few of the big guys come in, including Third Street, and then some copycats come in and, and and we're kind of seeing some of that shake out in 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 our stores as far as the winners and losers there well because my next question was going to be it will this or is this type of product is it cyclical i mean are you selling it a lot more yeah. in, in the summertime no, no. or nope. but this is a year-round baby <laughs> there's certain packages and flavors i think that go a little bit better in summer um, but but no, the demand is there year no. round. I mean, cause like, it's like, okay, it's, it's winter. Maybe you don't want those tropical flavors, but then you're like, well, we're going to a holiday party. And like Mike said, it's, you know, we got, you know, half the party wants to drink something lighter mm -hmm. here you go. And here's the different flavors from the variety pack. Cause so. honest to God, this is incredible guys. I mean, this is something I would drink. Seriously. <laughs> what, what, yeah. One thing that I think is different about theirs, their Hulu, right? Hula, Hula. Hula. is that the white claw has the raspberry flavor is like fake raspberry tartish, right? This is a very, very soft finish. In fact, it, I, I'm what, what was mango the papaya. mango papaya? It's, it's You're just an essence I'm, I'm of a mango papaya, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've got an extra one for you. Don't worry. Okay. Yes, yeah, I'll buy, I buy this. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I think our, the flavor profile and, and, and just how it tastes is, is completely different. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's an avenue there for people who enjoy the Spike Seltzers to try something different, and it is going to taste different. So I, I don't want to focus way too much because I do want to talk about beer, but um, is this going to become such a, an animal, an out-of-control, a good out-of-control animal Let's that hope so. you guys are going to have to <laughs> devote almost an entire portion of Third Street Brewhouse to the development of this product with additional flavors and things of that nature? Yeah, I mean, we, we're already talking about new flavors for 2019, wow. and you know we're talking about new flavors for... Uh, the draft series as well, doing you know the draft only option with some new flavors, sure, yeah. and then maybe some new flavors in the can too. Because how how easy or and or difficult is it to say, hey, let's try a raspberry or lime or wh it's whatever? It's never easy to just you know to to flip a switch and make a new flavor because we want to make sure that's perfect, but. It, it's something that we can do. Sure. And it's because it's not like when you want to, you know, differentiate with an IPA. Right. Where you right. can start with a base of what is a good, already a good established IPA, correct? It's a little bit different than that. Uh, it's a little bit different than that. I mean, it's, you know, you're adding different flavorings and natural flavorings. And it's just, it's really just getting the recipe correct. Okay. So, so it's well, Hula. It's H-U-L-A. It's Hula Spiked Seltzer from Third Street Brewhouse. Obviously available at Elevator. Yeah, there's three uh, of the single flavor six packs, and then the variety variety twelve pack available at both stores. Um, so yeah, this is a great option. It's going to be available at the tastings that we're doing alongside uh, of the 
the beer. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a feature going on with Third Street Variety 8-Packs. Uh, right now, that's the 16-ounce can, so it's a bigger can, so it's roughly equivalent to the 12-pack, uh, $10.99 at both the stores right now, which is a great deal. So we'll have all of that, a lot available here this weekend. You know what they're going to have pretty soon, Reavers? Is they're going to come out with a hula that's like a New England IPA, so it's going to be hazy. <laughs> so then they'll have to come out with the next level. They'll, they'll slowly morph this product right back into craft beer. I would not beer. be surprised at all if like hops... Were like Start a, coming a flavor, in exactly. You know, I, I can see it happening. Hop seltzer. Hop seltzer. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, <laughs> may, maybe. I, I, why not? So, right. Uh, I'm getting a firsthand account. Uh, our buddy Don from the Lakeville Brewing Company. We had we sold Hula here in our yard all summer long. A great beverage and a great product. So, Thanks, Don. Hey, hey if he's giving you a glowing endorsement, <laughs> then I don't know what else is. Thank you. Appreciate it. And Don's a diehard, dedicated listener, so we appreciate that. All right, let's transition uh, a little bit to beer because you're in front of me is one of my personal favorites from the Third Street Brew House. That is the Sugar Shack Maple Stout. Ooh, Sugar Shack's awesome. It is awesome. I'm a I'm a big fan. So this is the one one of the one of the uh, the samples that we can expect to see at the tasting. Is that correct? Right. Tom? The current seasonal is Sugar Shack, like you mentioned. Uh, it's a great uh, the beer. maple syrup sourced locally. And it's a little bit different of a stout uh, that that uh, Third Street puts out every year. Um, and we're about to we're we're in this, but we can also preview the next seasonal, which he's got there for you too. And that's, so that's awesome. Is that this guy right here? One thing yeah. that's really fun about the Sugar Shack is it's all Minnesota maple syrup that we source from St. John's, which is right up by our brewery. Mm -hmm. And it varies from year to year, just like anything. A few years ago, the maple syrup that we were adding was really light just because of the warmth of the season. It was almost like a golden syrup if you've ever used that in cooking. Mm -hmm. And it gave off a completely different flavor than this year's. This year's was really dark and rich. And is that problematic when you have a, a, such a good beer that people grow to expect a certain or does that or is that kind of the fun of doing a beer like that? Uh, you know, I guess it could be problematic. Okay. You could look at it as being problematic Ooh. because it's not the same beer every year. Sure. And that's I the, think that that's a cool thing about craft beer is uh, it should be different from sure. year to year. We have quality ingredients that are locally sourced, so we have to go with the ebb and flow of that. Mm -hmm. the, the syrup is uh, what Tom calls tree wah. Of, you can have that instead of terroir, like tree giving the water, you get a tree wah. You're perfect. welcome, folks. That's what, <laughs> you know, That's what he's here for. You know for. a joke's good when you have to explain it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got it. You got it right off the bat. Uh, so that one is kind of one of your one of your staples uh, at Third mm -hmm. Street. But this one is brand new, and this is coming out to the market, the Cool Beans. Yeah, the, not brand new. That one's been around. Oh, I'm sorry. It's well, just a okay. more limited one. Okay. So that's the Cool Beans. Is that the Rush? Uh, did I read it right? Russell Imperial Stout? It's Imperial Coffee um, Porter. Imperial, Imperial Coffee yeah. Porter. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, infused with, I'm, I'm assuming, local coffee? Yep. Muggsy's Beans um, in St. Cloud. Um, he, he roasts our beans. We, we get them from him. And yeah, it's a, it's a good one. It's one of the best beers that we make, how many, in my opinion. How many different beers do you guys do both year-round, seasonally? I mean, it's got a... You guys have to have quite an extensive portfolio at this point. Oh, yeah, I mean we're you know we're adding stuff every year. We take away a couple of things, add a couple of things. So yeah, it changes. I mean for 2019, we're definitely going to have some new stuff coming out and mm -hmm. some new exciting uh, flavors. So we're excited about that. Well, that's the fun part of it, right? You got to do it. You yeah. got to you got to stay on top of it. You got to have new stuff, and that's kind of what the people want. Because so. you guys, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because when when we went up there to do a show, there was talk of the expansion of of the brewery. 
So how long ago did that take place now? Because I, I, I'm, I'm horrible with timelines of things like this. Oh, we just we just expanded the brewery just recently. And okay. we, we've kind of been taking steps, uh, expansion steps for the last five years. And just, just knowing a lot of people that, you know, are involved with various aspects of the Cold Spring area, you know, you guys are beloved in that part. And I, I'm assuming the city of Cold Spring is fantastic. Well, to work we, with in that you know, regard. we employ 500 people up there. Right. And in a small town, when you employ 500 people, they'll take care of you. Well, it, it, <laughs> you know, we, uh, we take care of each other. And right. we're, we're very grateful for, right. uh, for Cold Spring and, and the town of Cold Spring. And yeah. That's cool. You know, I there. remember Reavers when we were first doing the show and Doug DeGeest, is that what his name is? Yeah, Doug, 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 yep. Doug yep. Um, would be on the show and he would call from Cold Springs mm-hmm. and we've gotten away from that format. Why are you adding an S by the way? What? Cold, Cold Spring. Spring. Well, yeah. Cold Spring, Minnesota. Okay, sorry. Yeah. He would call from I'm there. sticking up for you. And, and, and <laughs> Doug you. is an incredible guy to have, but he had an agenda that he would make us go through. Remember that? The timeline. The timeline. Yeah, he would say, wait, we got to make sure we hit the... And we would be hitting events eight months in the future. I'm like, Doug, <laughs> I don't know if we need to talk about this event but right what now. what's cool is, is guys like him, and I'm sure you, you guys all have seen this, the, the passion that's behind it, but also... Because it was my kind of indoctrination with craft beer, along with with the guys from Elevated, kind of wa- holding my hand through this because it was all brand new to me. Mm-hmm. But going, holy crap! There's a lot of stuff involving craft beer, but uh, oh, you guys man. were heavily yeah. involved in a lot of those things. Like like we were saying six years ago when Thirsty was on board with us right away. Well, we do. I mean, we do a lot of stuff in the city. We do a lot of stuff up in in Cold Spring. Um, our our tap room donates its proceeds to charity. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? So I mean, it's. I think that we're probably the only tap room that donates. I did not know that about you guys. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's well, who incredible. did we just have on that you guys made their beer for them? Um. What? 21, what was it? Twenty one A. Twenty one A. Yeah. Twenty first amendment. Yeah. yeah. You guys made their beer. We and, did for a long time. For a long time, awesome, I mean, which yes. is pretty cool when you think of that. They're making some of the best beer around the nation here, right in Cold Spring. Minnesota. Yeah, to be trusted to be, you know, to be able to make a quality product for a really big brewery like 21A is mm. is huge. I mean, it just goes to show that we've got, you know, our quality control is top notch and we can we can create, you know, some of the best beers in the world. And good there. water. Good water. And Excellent. good water. Yeah. In Cold Spring. Yes. That's right. <laughs> they call that I, aqua terror. <laughs> I forgot. I feel bad about correcting you. Okay, that's all right. No, I, it's I'm all sorry. Hey, that will not be the last time. Oh, uh, probably not. Probably this, not. This minute. Uh, so let's discuss a couple of uh, upcoming things that you guys want to promote as long as you're here. Uh, uh, event. I know it's kind of viewed as almost the slower time once we get through the first of the year, but there's always uh, beer happenings and all sorts of new stuff, and I can't imagine that's any different for you guys at 3rd Street. Well, we were we were just talking about um, our we're, – we're doing – a. A new lager that's going to be part of our Minnesota Gold series. Uh, that beer, our Minnesota Gold, has been a tremendous success for us. I have my my brother in law. That's his. He has been con- he has been converted from strictly you know other golden drink that he used to have all the time to now he's a Minnesota Golden Lager. Well, good. Thank you for supporting only. local. Yep. And yeah, yes. we've got a new one that uh, it's going to be called Edge. And it's going to be kind of like an ultralight category. See? Very, very light, easy to drink. So, <laughs> Reavers, I swear to God, we should go return this. this to, you go back to show. Show. Three years ago. Three years ago, Three years so ago I was saying that. Oh, quit feeding his oh. ego. <laughs> I didn't think anybody could make Spike Seltzer. I had no idea people could make that. But now that you guys you guys are going to be ahead of the game for a long time with that. I hope so. Yeah. I th- I th- and we're going to continue to innovate and continue to do new things and 
And what's what's yeah. gonna be next? You guys make a lot of beer. You mm-hmm. see what's happening. What's gonna be the next thing? I mean, I know you're. No, th- this is a big this. category. I know it's, it's Hulu or Hula. Excuse me, Hula. I know it's that right now. But we have to look two years from in the in the future because I need to tell the next guest next week to start making that beer. <laughs> okay. Wanna, well, if okay. I had the answer, yes. I wouldn't tell you. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, who knows? Who knows? You know. The, I mean, the beer. The, the temperature of the beer industry changes on a whim. Sure. So, you know, it's, it's to, to stay on top of what's, what's new is it's difficult, but you know I what? think that we nailed it with Hula. You I, know what? I, 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 I want to answer this for you. May I make, may I take a stab at it? Yes, please. Sure. Because I think just from looking at it, you know, 30,000 feet above everybody else in the industry as a whole, because it's our job every week on this show to bring people in and, and, and kind of not educate, but, but inform people that listen as to what are maybe some of the trends and what are, you know, I can't tell you how many emails we get every week of saying, wow, I, I hadn't heard of that style of beer, or mm. that type of beer, but I'm so glad you mentioned it. I tried it and I liked it or, or, or I got it for somebody else. Here is what I envision for the, not the next wave, but maybe the next, um, but maybe the next kind of thing that, uh, that people are, are looking at. And that is things like this. Brewers and 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 breweries that are trying to create the next product yes. that has broad appeal. Yes, where they're trying to make something that I'm going to tell my wife who doesn't drink beer and mm-hmm. barely drinks. Sure. Let's go to Third Street because I know she can have this. But it's going to be that product that has broad appeal. A- absolutely. Did I, did I? Or is that way too vague? Like, well, no bleep, Sherlock. Well, that's what they're doing what with their golden do. lager. Yeah. That's what they're doing with Hula. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, they're, that, those are broad but appeal perfecting, beers, but perfecting yes. those kind of things where yeah. I'm going to buy it, even though I'm kind of now become a craft beer snob. Sure, is that fair? Is that totally fair to say? Okay, yeah. And I was really surprised at all the different type of people I see drinking are hula, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was you thought it was it oh, be, it's going to be ladies, and it's every guy and everybody. A guy who has ten pounds overweight who says I'm not going to have a 600 calorie beer. I need to have a Right, or it's really been surprising because it's it's really an industry drink. When I'm hanging out with friends of mine oh, who are wow. reps for other companies, yeah. it's been an amazing thing. But I get hit up all the time from friends, from lots of beer reps. Like this. yeah, it's, love you know, to we're, we're out in the market all day, and really? we're drinking our own beer. It's like, yeah. oh man, I don't need I need something light. So you guys want the next big thing? I'll, I'll give it to you right yeah. now. Yeah, hey, Reavers, you ready? Uh-huh. Okay, I'm always ready. Make Mike. this hula, right? Make it the same way. Add CBD oil into it. Oh, my God. I'm that, not kidding. That would be huge, actually. Yeah. I think it would be absolutely. So do you know what CBD oil is? It's the cannabis. Uh, cannabinoid. Cannabinoid, whatever. It's the, Can oil, you do that, though? It doesn't, it's not, yeah. it doesn't it's get you high. It's just, it's just good for you, and it, it yeah. reduces inflammation. I swear <laughs> so on my mother. Do you think that we'd be able to sell it in vitamin shops, then, if we put Ooh. CBD oil in No, there? but oh. I think you could sell the hell out of it at Elevated. <laughs> I, honestly, God, I, I think you. it would be, people are going nuts for that right yeah, now. It's, it's yeah. a big Thing. And you put one little drop in each one, and you're like, "Oh, I'm getting something good for me." It it because it's not a nutritional supplement because they can't, so it, it does, yeah, can't make any proclamations about it, right? I mean, that's that's right. you got a chance it, on that. It, none of the the health benefits are 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 backed by the FDA or anything like that. But that's a double edged sword because then you can kind of say whatever you want. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right? You're not uh, beholden to proof, but there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that, yeah, it can help with anxiety and, and chronic pain. Um, so a lot of people use that and get success with that. And we've seen THC going into beer in 
uh, Denver and other areas where it's you know recreational legal. Have we? Okay, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's starting to, huh. it's starting to, yeah. So it's it it's it's it is pretty on point for you to to have that idea. I mean, I think that you know that's a growing segment, and and it'll be interesting to see how the future unfolds with that. That's the beer we're gonna Did make. Did you hear that, Michael? CBD oil. Outside yep. of saying cold springs repeatedly, you're on your game. Today. Okay, see, <laughs> that's the you, you and I have waited almost six years to make a beer. Like we said, our first show, like oh maybe we should make a beer, right? It would yeah. have been kind of funny. Now we have one. CBD oil beer. <laughs> Don't steal that cold yeah, spring. No, or or steal it, but just give us credit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, actually, we're not actually going to we'll make it. We'll put a little it, asterisk at the bottom right. of the can. Yes. Uh, Thank you, beer show. Listening, yeah. like okay, I wrote it that down. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Mike. All right. So if people want more information about you guys at Third Street, where they can locate this, uh, what I think is going to be a revolutionary product in the Hula spiked seltzer water uh, from Third Street Brewhouse, where can they find all that information, boys? Uh, thirdstreetbrewhouse.com. Awesome. This was really cool. Thanks for thanks for coming on, and uh, happy new year, and uh, continued success for you guys doing really good things up in Cold Spring. Thank you so much, Thank guys. you very much. You got it. And uh, this product is also available at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You got it. We got the Hula. We got the Third Street Beers. Uh, again, the 8-pack the variety and Sugar Shack 8-packs are ten ninety nine. That's a great deal. That the is a Minnesota great deal. Gold, 16-ounce 12-packs of uh, Golden Lager. For nine ninety nine, and here let me make you Ooh, stop for a second. I can't beat that. No, I, can beat that. I no. talked about a convert. My my brother in law Jake used to be a domesticated light drinker with a golden name to it. He has converted to that beer because he lives in the Cold Spring area. Yeah. That is his only beer that he. That's his beer that he drinks now. Well, you know, it's, and that I, as I think is the, is the convert beer for people that want to get into the craft beer yeah, world. Yeah, I don't I don't want to reopen. I don't wear the end of the show, but quickly, like it's you know sometimes it's about doing different things. You know, mm-hmm. like I I'll, I'll have a couple of IPAs, but then my palate sick and I want to keep drinking and socializing maybe I'll grab a, a Minnesota Gold I know Ryan's got it in his fridge yep. often and I bring it home occasionally and mm-hmm. and, and that's and saying something if you do it and that's you, always, you have a good palate you right, can handle those things right okay. and that's why you know that's a, behind our business in general is just to be like we're not gonna look down on you if you want to drink a, 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 a standard lager you know, we understand that and we want to facilitate that. Yeah, let's find so, you a great one. Yeah, let's yeah. find you a great one for mm-hmm. a great price. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Here's to another great year with uh, you guys and the Happy beer New show. Happy New Year to everybody. And you can find more information online at their website, which is elevatedbws.com. We're going to step aside for a brief moment and come back and wrap things up. This is the beer show live on 1500 ESPN. Beer, beer, beer. This beer, is the beer show. Beer, the wonderful drink in the world. Fifteen hundred ESPN. Hello. Uh, you know, I forgot to ask. Normally, you know, we coordinate all these things beforehand. Cause <laughs> Do we? <laughs> it's well, no, it's weird because I, I I used to be you know here from one p.m. till six every day, sure. one to seven on Thursdays. So I was adamantly always uh, paying attention to the programming mm-hmm. schedule. Manny, I have no idea what's coming up after us. Uh, we will be joining in progress. Uh, the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl between Baylor and Vanderbilt. I got two grand on, on Baylor, Radio. so hopefully that's... Wait, the, <laughs> wait what? What is it called? I'm seeing in the schedule that... Yeah, can't, he can't is, even, like, he doesn't even remember it, and so... It is, it is the Academy Sports and Outdoors Texas Bowl. Huh. Is this the one the Gophers played Syracuse in? Didn't they play in I the Texas Bowl? I think it might have been, yeah. So the this te- is in Texas Houston Bowl. at the at the Reliant, Reliant so. Stadium? Yeah, or okay. Energy Stadium. What, I don't, whatever, I don't whatever remember ever playing Whatever the that. Texans play, yeah. yeah don't you recall? Because the Gophers were 6-6. Six and six. They were playing in the Texas Bowl. It, okay. was, a, it was a completely made-up bowl game that sure. didn't have a sponsor. And they had to beg Syracuse to come play them at 5-7. and seven, And Syracuse beat them. Oh, no. This was Jerry Kill year two or three. I think it was okay. Jerry Kill year two. 
two. No, it was year three. Be- or well, it was the year before they went to the Citrus. So Bowl. it was. Be, it so was not yeah. named this. Yeah. It was not named Academy Sports no. and Outdoors because they went to the Texas Bowl two years in a row. Because one year they lost to Texas Tech. Oh, the, you're I think right. the first time they went, they lost to Texas Tech because I think Tommy Tuberville had just like left Texas yeah, yeah, Tech yeah. or something like oh, that, and God. they lost to Texas Tech. The next year they lost you know, to Syracuse. I We're not losing anymore, game. are we, baby? I don't rip on bowl games. I really don't because listen, it, whatever. Because I know uh, Matthew Collar. You know he's a diehard, dedicated mm. football expert on this station, and and he's all about let's let's have five hundred bowl games. Sure. I, I think that's taken a little bit far, but I don't care. No, if a, if a team in a school is in a, is in one more like yesterday. I had fun watching the Gopher game. Absolutely. It was kind of cool. And they won, which makes it infinitely and more fun. I am a proud alum of the Quick Lane Bowl. I was there. You were there. The last time the Gophers were <laughs> yeah, in the you mighty know, they, Quick Lane okay, Bowl. Okay, so let me ask you about that, because you were a spotter at the Quick Lane Bowl a couple years ago, right? And, and let me just tell you, that other station over there, they had a much worse spotter this year. Well, I don't even know who it was. What I, I do, <laughs> I do remember because they they had mentioned him as a spotter, but he was a statistician sort of for them too because they kept huh. referring to Gopher Sports, kept saying, "Oh, he came up with this stat that Muhammad, you didn't do any." No. Sta- what, so what does a spotter do? Basically, what does that mean? so Grim texted me in a blind panic and said, "Please God, tell me you were coming here and that wasn't a joke. Mm-hmm. I need a guy." Sure, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm coming." But uh, what do you, what do you do? So literally, like Mike had, uh, we're talking about Mike Grimm, play-by-play guy, and who used to fill in a lot on this radio station, um, one of the best guys in the business. So he would have literally a giant, like you know what those big desk calendars, like the ones we would hang up back here, like a two foot by three foot. Yeah, he literally had this entire thing mapped out with every defensive starter on one side, and he would flip it over and it had all the offensive guys. So it's cheat sheet. So it would be split in half. So you'd have the Gopher offense, and then. Uh, they were playing Western Michigan, I Central think? Michigan, Central Michigan. Yep. How do you guys remember that? And so they were playing those games. <laughs> so we had all the defensive starters, okay. offensive starters, along with the reserves, sure, and all of their numbers. So he could quickly see in yeah. bold. And his he base all he said was, "I don't care if you whoever made the tackle or whatever, point to that number so I can look down quick and say." 13, and I know that that's, you know. So you're literally uh, sitting next to Mike Grimm. And I've got binoculars. Okay, and you're just watching, you're you're focusing as hard as you can on to who actually picked up that fumble. But I'm also, I'm in between Mike Grimm and Daryl Thompson. Okay. And Daryl's a very imposing human being. Is he? Couldn't okay. be nicer, okay. by the way. Daryl's one of a very, very nice guy, but I was like, I don't want to screw this up because he might choke slam me off. Can like, I <laughs> complain a little bit about Daryl? No, no, I love Daryl, okay. but I, I'm not going to rip him at all. But when the, the Gophers are losing, when the <laughs> Gophers are losing, what he does often is, that's too bad what's-his-name didn't catch that because that would have been open space for a touchdown. It's like, stop saying that. Our Why? quarterback, because we didn't... Because the next play, too bad he didn't run through the whole over left guard because okay. he would have made what, it to the end zone. What would you want him to say? Say, oh my God, make that catch. We're throwing the ball to you. No. Come on, Gophers, get with it. And see, the thing is with Daryl, the the reason I, I like listening to guys do games where mm. I learn stuff. Sure. And I like when Daryl does a game because Daryl, when he's doing a game, it's as a former player and a, and a really good former player, by yes. the way. He's a first-round draft pick in the NFL. Where he That's why he's saying it's too bad. Because he's trying not to be critical of an amateur player. I know, but you just, you're, we know, but let's just at least first get the catch. Let's not talk about the touchdown we would have had. But, you yeah, know, I just, so you know who's you. the best at that? Tony Romo. 
Yeah, well, yeah, he, yes, he, I agree. He is so good. I understand oh, that. Oh, Jim, I don't know, Jim. If, if they would have got that block there, they would have had a long touchdown. <laughs> yes. But, but I mean, nobody you, is better. It, here, here's Tony's gift. No one is better pre-snap of a play than Tony. They asked him, from what I understand, to stop doing that because people were getting mad at him. Because he'd say, oh, they should run a, a button hook pass. Who was getting mad at him? The the world, the Twitter world, really? was getting frustrated because they're like, he's calling the plays for them. I love oh, that. I, I loved it too. Who cares what they like? He seems he. I have I more respect for him as a broadcaster mm-hmm. than I ever did as a quarterback. Well, he's, he's a pretty he, good quarterback. He, he was. He's a great broadcaster. Oh, and, and he will. The thing that I think is hilarious about how good Tony is. Is he then because of how well he is prepared? And Collinsworth is very prepared. And Collinsworth very good is too. awesome too. Yeah, but he's a bit. But he's more smug than Tony mm-hmm. is. Tony's gift and what is is now he is making all of the other analysts look extremely lazy. And chief among them is Troy Aikman. Oh yeah, who I used to think Troy Aikman is, and I still think Troy Aikman's sure. good. But he, Tony Romo is so much better than Troy Aikman ever was at that at it's that job. It's so cool to see the next level of understanding that a quarterback has of the game. Mm-hmm. And Tony possesses that and shares with, with the audience. It's like, oh, he's not dumbing it down for people. He's saying, this is what should have happened on that play. You're like, wow, I had no concept that that was you know the case. Who, with, with personnel and everything else, you know who I think also will be really good at that? When he's done. Who? Case Keenum. You think so? Case Keenum will be will I You think, think will, he will yes. be a broadcaster? Yes, I do. Because he's got charisma, but he also has likability. Everybody likes Case Keenum. You get mad if he throws a, a, sure. a wobbling duck interception, mm-hmm. but you like the guy. That's you root true. for him. He's the underdog guy you pull for. But do you need Same do thing you need with Fitzpatrick. More? I think Fitzpatrick will eventually become Do you need uh, more than likability to be a great broadcaster? Well, you have to be good at you I mean, No, but do you need job. to be loved? I mean, do you need to have people say, I love Tony Romo? You don't need to be, but I think it's I think it helps. It helps. I think right? it helps your when career. people really get I you know, because I think people that are on the um either end of the spectrum where you're like, Oh, I either love him or hate him do really right. well but the people right smad dab in the middle the case kingdoms of the world people are like oh he's unsweet he's, he's adorable he's adorable he's adorable he should go ahead and throw some passes uh, really quick we have just about a minute to go uh i do want to take a quick minute to send my best to a guy and a family the guy that put me in this chair uh seven years ago brad lane um who is no longer with this radio station but um, the fight that his wife is currently going through right now, I want to make a quick mention of Brad made a post uh, on social media the other day, and I just want him to know that all of us here at this radio station, especially on this show, um, are big fans of him, are big fans of his wife, who he way out kicked his coverage. And so, leave. we are rooting for you. We we know that you are going to pull through this. And uh, all of our love from the beer show and here at 1500 ESPN are being sent your way. So, um, thank you for giving me this opportunity seven years ago, Brad. I will never forget that. Thank I you very much. That. I second I, everything I, I you just that. said. Yep. So we're thinking of you, buddy. Um, for Mike Fredoloni, my name is Chris Reavers. Thank you, Manny Hill. The something or other Texas humanitarian.com PC Bowl is coming up <laughs> American next. something. Yeah. Here on the home of Sports Talk of the Twin Cities, we are 1500 ESPN. If you missed any portion of the program, check out the podcast. Until next Thursday night, we'll talk to you then.